basically dies in the ditch and is passed out. <laughs> and like we're all looking at Adam out the window, and he's like, he's just like, <laughs> in the ditch, and like Greg's like, he's like coming out of the bathroom through the front like, door, through the window. Yeah. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Last night, <laughs> <thing, laughs> okay. was this last night? Yeah, I can't. No, 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 just enunciating every syllable of lit. Their entire discography. Without a word. Yeah, without a word. And then about three hours later, came back. Have we looked up how much music? Dude, he does that. He leaves in a drunken rage and comes back with Taco Bell. He did that shit at Jake's house once, where we were all like, "Dude, he said something," and we're like, "Dude, you cannot drive right now." He's like, "Fuck you." Jesus. And he left hammered. No, no, not you. He left. Eli being a, well, not you being a dumb shit, whoever you're talking about being a dumb shit. That's Dude, great. you can't drive. <clears throat> Fuck you. No, he, that was he Nolan, leaves, and then like, he three leaves, years ago. And then he leaves in a drunken rage, Four, five and then comes ago. back, like, two hours ten, later. Two hours later with Taco Bell. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> two <laughs> hours later. <laughs> and then, and then Easton in his car falls asleep awesome. with his car on right. for, like, six hours. Uh, you're like, Dude. What? Yeah, it's dude. It was, it was bad. Did that ruin his car? No. What? No, well, he, he doesn't have that car impounded. <laughs> that car's impounded still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they probably fucked the motor up idling for six hours, so it's probably yeah, fine. Indeed. It's a way, good way to go, I guess. It's a manual. It's a good little car. Hey, Alex. Dodge shut up. Because <laughs> they're trying to talk to us, and they sorry, sat sorry, down sorry. and being nice, and you won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And I love you, but I need you to my shut B, the bro. fuck up, my please. B. What? My B. So stop. <laughs> right. One more thing. Oh, yeah. This, this might yeah. just stay in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, to start, say your name and what you play in the band. All right. I'm Alex Donahue. I play bass in the band. Uh, I'm Rudy Cool, and I play the drums. I'm Eli Matthews, and I play guitar. I'm Solomon Booth. I also play guitar. I'm Max Taylor. I play the keys and synthesizers. Well, thank and you guys. And it sounded like there was going to be more, but there wasn't. <laughs> and, it did sound like there was going to be a little bit more. What else you do? Oh, yeah, sure. Hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> I also uh, do most of the like uh, recording work and okay. uh, mixing and mastering work that we've at least done so far. So, Sweet. so, so you've been behind the scenes on Spore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, from the, from the beginning... They right. tried to get rid of me. <laughs> the and I was like, I'll take these songs. <clears throat> First off... Uh, you can't play them anymore. As well, I'm sorry. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Blasphemous Reviews. We are here with Mind at Large. Right? Yes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. All right. Is that who you guys are? I hope so. I thought we were a puddle of mud. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we aspire to be. Doing those carny shows and shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> State Fair. Scum. Yeah, you can catch us at Cincinnati Mills. <laughs> oh, I would love to play a show in Cincinnati Mills, though. You know where the Meyer cl- uh, clothes? No, I'd love to see Puddle of Mud in Cincinnati Mills. <laughs> I saw them at <laughs> They weren't playing. They were just kind of milling. He just got hit. I saw Puddle of Mud in Cincinnati Mills. <laughs> they were Going playing. to the arcade. and Trying to bump a smoke in the... the <laughs> in the atrium. The food court. Yeah. yeah. The empty atrium. West Cantlin was in the abandoned movie theater. Just like, mean mugging as I walked by. I used to I go there all the time, actually, when I was a kid. Same. Same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they Back had the Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel and shit, dude. Yeah. 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 That's that was awesome, classic. Dude. Still awesome. Before it was the zombie mall. Yeah. 
It's great. Bomb. There's only like two no. things open left in there anyway. Bass like pros. Babies R Us or something? Bass yeah. Pro. Bass Pro. Bass yeah. Pro and Coles and the doors. Kids are that is Arcade Legacy still into the mall. Arcade Legacy is still there. Arcade Legacy rips. I think the last time that yeah. I went there uh, was when they had the $5 theaters. And yes. then once those closed down, I was done fucking with it. Because yeah. oh, yeah. I remember that was actually the first time that me and you got stoned. Yeah. I went to go see Step Brothers. Yeah. Nice. That was the first time we ever smoked weed and we saw Step Brothers. It's a good theater for that. It was fun, yeah. yeah. Well, like, they had that, that police That's what it is. Yeah. station yeah. there, yeah, too, dude. so we were, like, all, like, yeah, kind of they paranoid, know. but they were, like... You know, they They're worried about, like... Uh, Kids stealing and yeah. just treating people poorly. They, don't they probably see potheads all fucking day long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to spend money on candy. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first question to get out of the way, guys. Um, what made you start? We can definitely answer just however you see fit. But uh, And also, your biggest influence. Okay. We can just start with you on each yeah. one and go down. Um, well, as for, like, when we started, <clears throat> I joined the band about two years ago after uh, the uh, old bass player left. I've been friends with Eli since, I mean, sixth grade. Okay. So <clears throat> we've always jammed really together. Bad. We hung out through high school and everything. So, you know, uh, we never really, like, got together in a, in a musical setting. We always just jammed and everything, you know. you know, I mean, like, in a serious way. But uh, so he, you know, asked me and he said, basically, are you down to be in this band? And I said, 100%, dude, let's fucking do it. Because I've been, like, looking for a band for a while, you know? You know, um, so I joined, and uh, basically, I've been trying to uh, jive with them as much as I can uh, with, like, what what they've already written, but also write new music with them. Right, okay. So, uh, my... My biggest musical influence would be Zappa for sure, hundred percent. Zappa, oh fuck, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Okay, all day. That's all you do. Um, I joined the band probably about I don't know. It's been five months or so. I'm the, yeah. I'm the definitely. I took your role as the new guy. Um, yeah. Fresh <laughs> meat, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's been nice. Uh, you know, before just oh, it's just kind of mulling around at at open mics and and playing with other friends and stuff that I. Started playing music with with in high school and um, got together with these guys just through mutual friends and automatically just like really fell in love with their music. Just um, something clicked. Yeah, like loved their stuff, loved what I was hearing, and and they're a great bunch of boys too. Like just been nice hanging out with them, and then got the opportunity to join and start playing with them. So it's cool. been really nice, like having having this as an outlet, like. Yeah. Both to play and like to create new music and stuff. It's it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably my oldest influence musically is, I'd have to say Primus. Like from oh, from yeah. the first time I heard them until current day, like that they're just always on repeat. What's That's their drummer's easy. name? I can't remember. Um. Uh, Tim, Tim Alexander. Tim Alexander. Tim Alexander. Yeah. I don't know yeah. the newer guy's name. I only yeah, know the South Park song. Like, yeah. unfortunately, that's the uh, only one I know. Yeah. I would definitely like to jam out to those guys. I got to see them at uh, the Taft Theater. Yeah, oh, excellent! Time. I've seen them down there a couple times. It was here. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was I was fun. slightly bummed just because of the Taft Theater. It sounds great and it looks great, but you have seats. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you can't. You know, I was like, fuck, man, I want to get around. I kind of like that. Though, I saw Humphreys there, and it was a great. Place yeah. to see that. that was really like fun. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna be able to move around. And then like, as soon as it started, I don't know, it just has this like, uh, this 
weirdly elegant feel that yeah, like, yeah. You know, cool. like yeah. you know bar shows just don't necessarily yeah. have. It was neat. And as soon as the music started, the crown crowd turned into straight liquid. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was no seats. It was just kind of like, where can I I'm going to spill. (laughs) We all did kind of spill, yeah. No, that's a a great room. I would agree, yeah. Yeah. It's fun to sit down and watch a show, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no doubt. Sometimes you're just like, man, I want to sit my ass down. Yeah, for sure. I'm 80. I need to... Uh, Well, as far as getting started... Uh, I have a hard time functioning not in a band. Um, I uh, <clears throat> did you guys ever go to Octave when it was a thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for you and listeners that aren't familiar, it was a bar owned by the dudes who throw Resonance. Okay. And it was a just a really intimate little spot in um, in Covington. It was wild there. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. That place was off the chain. Like. Yeah, it was really fun. Out of hand sometimes, but so much fun. <laughs> I miss yeah, Cosmos. I uh, I've been yeah, in like different Super bands Super. and stuff, and like different styles. And then I went to Resonance in 2015 and saw Dozio for the first time, and was just like, "This is what I need to be doing." What is this? Right. <laughs> for sure. And uh, so ever since then, like I was just kind of looking for people who could do that musically yeah. or at least like strive to work toward something like that um so i went to octave because they had uh, open jams every week and i guess you could say i was shopping around for just people with like yeah. a good feel about them with you know agreeable enough to get along with and found the original bass player and drummer neither of which were in the band anymore and then uh the bass player brought us this cat here and um they can't see your playing too what they can't see who you're pointing to. Solomon. Solomon Booth. Audio. Um, can't, they can't hear a, fo- a point. We got you on audio. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's just for four people. But yeah, over the past few years, <laughs> things have kind of shaped themselves out to how they are now. And uh, it's been really, really cool to be in a project that not only, like, you're not tied down to just, like this is what the song is and like you have to play it perfectly or else you're gonna like feel down on yourself or whatever but just right. like well, all we're doing is having fun right. and and at least I hope it, it translates to like the people experiencing what we do um, to just you know get leave leave the situation feeling a little bit better right. than you did um, and I would say my main influence, um, it would be probably a two-way tie between Papadozio and the Almond Brothers. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Mm-hmm. Almond Brothers jam. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 jam. Hell yeah. yeah! I kind of joined on the band. I was playing with our original bassist for like probably close to a year before he met him, and and we started talking. And because I hadn't gone to Octave until Chris was going to the basis was going to those open jams okay. so i eventually went along and and got a feel for it and these guys just kind of stuck around and, and i was looking <laughs> at the track list for the album and i'm like wow like we wrote all of these songs except for one with our old bassist and our old drummer at least right. started them with them and, mm-hmm. and we kind of refined them you know with this group of people yeah. but they started off like like officer edwards is the only one that he brought to the table 
That's I'm like I'm really looking forward to. Boy, did he bring it! Yeah, right. <laughs> to really getting the actual like face of this band, not like a an image of where we were at two years ago. Right. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Definitely show like what what you've got, what you guys have like been honing, and like the energy you guys have been manifesting like as this group, mm-hmm. and not like the old group. So. A, a conglomeration of just bunch of people at the same time basically. yeah the uh, primordial ooze if you will yeah, yeah. i like that yeah, yeah. cool for, for my influence yeah i'm kind of st- stuck between king crimson and the mars volta i'm a huge prop okay. nerd so damn that's from that's, that's cool i feel that absolutely and uh mm-hmm. in when someone said he earlier referring to alex being the one that brought in uh officer edwards to the to the mix here but yeah pretty much everything else we did I think Hideaway was a little bit later, but everything else, yeah, it was pretty much like the first like few months, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is wild to me. It's been like what three three years now, so something like that. yeah, something about that. In like March. Wow. Yeah. That's long you guys have been together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Been That's awesome. Long slow haul. It always feels like it's Getting a our year shit together like, before we every yeah. time we played navigate the things. Right. Three times I'm like. Oh no! It's just been a year. No, wait. We've done this three times. So this is in, it's, yeah. It's been several years. Uh, I'm Max. Um, I got kind of into. Well, I've been playing music pretty much my whole life. Uh, different things. I started getting into synthesizers. I always really liked uh, playing piano, and I was like, "Oh, this is a way to play piano that I can just make whatever tone right. I want to make." And as I started trying to like amass that stuff, I was like, "Well." Um, you know, I'd like to be in a band. I can kind of like hone hone these chops and make some music and not have to do you know all that work myself trying to you know produce music on my own. And uh, Eli came forward and was like, "Hey, do you want to like try and make something up?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, so we've been you know in here on di- since day one, pretty much uh, trying to get some work done here. Definitely wanting to make people happy, but just more so like kind of transmute some feelings like get, get, get it out of there yeah exactly into yeah out in the open and you know whether that's joy whether that is you know sadness or um laughter fun you know whatever you're feeling that's i think that's been kind of at least my goal is like let's just put out you know the fields. Let's just put them out there. So yeah, whatever tiniest, we got. nittiest, yeah. grittiest little specks of the human condition. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. <laughs> I think yeah. you can hear a little bit of all of that throughout the whole entirety of Spore. Like, I think each one definitely has its own unique sound and feel, and it like expresses its own, you know, pathway and energy as far as like what what it makes people feel is like mm-hmm. at least. My interpretation. Mm-hmm. I feel like with music, you've got a chance to provide a soundtrack for. If someone's come to your show, you're the soundtrack for the night. If you're making a record, you're a soundtrack for them cruising around in their car or sitting at home, right, smoking a bowl or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and but you want to leave them on the other side of it better than yeah. you found them. Yeah. Well, and I've thought this for a while. It's. I mean, it's. I mean, it legitimately is just like practicing magic. Like it is like having a spell book having an album but like oh this song will elicit this and that's this is what we put into it and this is what generally will come out and when you kind of like condense things down to that especially because most of our music tends to be instrumental you can convey a lot through lyrics but uh, i really really i don't know there's something about like 
just not having to focus on that and just being able to focus on the music itself and seeing how that makes you feel, I think is super special. Mm-hmm. I um, think you can infinitely express more through instrument <clears throat> instrumentation. Um, just because there's there's no there's no ties, so you don't have to like have metaphors or things <laughs> like that with yeah. you know, you just have you just have raw sound and you can just yeah, you know, it, it's not a metaphor, yeah. It is it, just it, what it is. It is, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sometimes words are better for describing things than actually showing you them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and, and I think that's why, for me, like, I personally love Papadocio so much is because um, there's all these, like, nuances and feelings that, like, are hard to describe, um, but you you kind of just get that essence when you hear certain things especially in like their their jams and stuff like that they find the right pocket and you're just like wow this like hits some nuanced feeling that i like couldn't describe or feel some other way like other than this sound like making me feel this way i'm not crazy yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, uh, and just like my influence uh, as far as that goes, probably my oldest one was probably uh, Pink Floyd. It's yeah. probably been the Fuck longest yeah. enduring one. So, and uh, and they speaking to that, like, do a very similar thing of like when they get in their instrumental portions, like obviously very lyrical band. However, when they do get in their more instrumental things, like um, the end of uh, at the end of Dark Side of the Moon, what is it? Um, Any color you like? Yeah, yeah, like. Also, I love the big so old synth sound in that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I can't remember. It's like after they do the uh, the like stereo sound with the the guitar. It's like, mm-hmm. and you can hear it. Like, if you're wearing headphones, you can hear it on like. Yeah, you get like that. a big. I love that, dude. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's great. All this and stuff. And that's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Going back on you guys' instrumentals as well. Um, the one thing that I felt through that is probably what you guys feel through Papadocio. Um, I don't listen to them at all, the band or group, um, but you guys, you guys made me feel that way with instrumental, like instrumental music sound, however you guys want to, um, what do you, what do you guys call your music? What would you say as yeah, genre? Gosh. Rock and roll. Rock and roll? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, right now, at least. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. Psychedelic, progressive. Yeah. But like, I jam, felt that you guys, jam, jam, yeah. <laughs> you guys music. told a story. Every, every <laughs> yeah. fucking song, you told a story. Um, I think it was with the waves. That got me in my fucking feelings. Like, fucking emotional. And, like, when when you find something like that, that's truly special. I'm sure you guys got people in your lives that probably have told you things among that or, um, you know, whatever praise. But, like, it's not bullshit coming from me. You know, I don't love you. I do now. I definitely <laughs> love you now. But, like, I didn't love you before and I didn't know you. But that music, that, that I knew you guys from listening to that EP. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. I knew who the fuck you were because of what you guys were um, just trying to get out. It touched me emotionally, and I'm sure that I am not the only one. And I'm and like I said, I think you guys were trying to tell a story, right. you know. Yeah. So, and it's funny the kind of the story that gets told because when we were putting these songs together, like we have a few other things we could have thrown in the mix. We were like, no, I think these are the most distilled, and like the way we arranged it and the way that they all kind of play out, it does tell like a, a kind of interesting story. Not intentionally, though, which right. is what I think is kind of interesting about it. Like, yeah, that shit kind of happens on its own. That's very organic. I'd say mm-hmm. it probably told me a story. It would probably mm-hmm. tell somebody completely, you that's know, true. an entirely different fucking story. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the amazing thing about music, though. If you do it right, 
then you get different interpretations. Yes. Right, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Because you've shown someone, you haven't told someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with instrumental music, like, uh, like I'm sorry, we can get back to this, but like, uh, lyrics, they, they tend to like, kind of point you in a direction. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you, it's, not that it's less uh, interpretive because you can have that nuance of yeah. like metaphor and and you know even layers sometimes too mm-hmm. the metaphors like but and lyrics can be interpreted different ways yeah. too uh, but but when you just have like a mood yeah and someone can kind of grab out of that like uh you know what speaks to them in that moment as opposed to like literally telling them this is how I feel mm-hmm. putting that out yeah. um I always like lyrics more as like its own instrument than yeah. The, yeah, what they're saying. Like I, I yeah. don't pay attention to lyrics and songs. I mean, I, 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 pay, I usually pay attention to, like what they're doing pitch wise. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to listen to what. Too bad. I kind of feel that the same way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. delivery. I have like, to really focus melody, harmony, to, yeah. like, to hear yeah, the lyrics, to hear the words. Right, and I don't have, you know, if I'm doing something, I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, you know, if I'm listening to music and doing something. If I'm not, if, you know, the kind of background, there's, there's no way I'm going to understand what, like, what the hell this guy's talking about. It's funny. The lyrics are always, like, on the third or fourth list. Yeah. yeah. And then something will pop out of me, I'm like, whoa, what did he just say? Yeah. Then I'll pull it up and like, go dude, through it. Even with Tool, where, like, you know, like, like, like the lyrics are, like, really introspective shit. Like, I still, mm. I still have to look him up because I don't know what the hell he's yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> me too. You know what I mean? I'm like, what is he saying? What I like saying? that, though. Oh, I like I getting some too, work yeah. to do. Yeah. Like, um, Aesop Rock, like, well, that's a little bit different. It's less, yeah. like, more melodic lyrics, but more so, like, just straight up density of oh, lyricism. Yeah. There's, there's no way you can um, like process all like, that. Yeah, yeah, like like or, or so like Aesop Rock is a great example of that. Like you have to go back and listen to his shit again because there's right. no way you yeah. absorb it right away. Um, and, then, and then you have something like that's on a different side and not the hip hop spectrum. But like a a band that I bring up all the time is uh, they might be giants. Like they have a bunch of music that is. Like, if you listen to it and you take it as it is, yeah, you're going to have that interpretation. But the more you listen to it, like, you notice the kind of lyrical nuance to it. And it's right. uh, things like that I always find fun. I like getting a little homework to do. Yeah. Right. For sure. Music, that way, like, it's a lot of replay value to me. Because mm-hmm. that's another time I'm going to listen to it with this lyric in mind. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 like, just more lessons you can get out of it. More yeah. different ways you can, different angles you can take. Mm-hmm. I definitely see myself doing that sometimes where I'll hear a song and like the lyrics just kind of, it felt, it felt deeper than just the like fate, uh, like what was at face value. So I go back and listen again and then I really like connect what is going on like before and after and context clues. And like sometimes that can help you take certain lyrics to a different, different level too, which, um, it's really, really fun to do, I think, honestly, because, mm-hmm. like, for me, like, um, a song that I like to refer to is, there's a song by Kendrick Lamar called These Walls. Um, yes. And at face value, it tells this one story, but then if you re-listen with a different perspective, it can tell, it tells this different story, um, and, like, even a third one, if you want to, like, maybe change your perspective again, but, um, like, at face value, it's, like, this relationship with this girl but Mm -hmm. then if you take it to another extent it could also have a meaning of like his relationship with god yeah his faith and then like it's really cool to just do that and kind of see like you know what what else could this mean and like Mm -hmm. you know and i think a lot of for me i think i think artists 
do that intentionally. Like, I think some of those things are like missed by a lot of people because they don't necessarily want to think that um, things could have levels to it like that. And mm-hmm. and um, but as an art, like as an artist, I would imagine that you you want to have that you like mm-hmm. you know you're p- <clears throat> making something you're creating something so for you it's not just face value yeah. well sometimes one of those angles that you can look at it from will just make more sense to you it'll be what you hear first maybe it'll be what resonates with you at a certain time in your life right yeah and then two years down the line you revisit the song and you see the other side of it and it just hits you right when it needs to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i definitely get that a lot like uh it, i mean and that happens with time as well as like your music taste changes and you listen to new things yes. things mm-hmm. like that can influence it for sure well, and just like your life experience, like, uh, I don't know, um, like when you're young, you're listening to certain music and you're not, you don't have the context for what the song is about is very different than when you have the context for the song and can, can look beyond just how it sounds and be like, oh, this yeah. is what it's conveying. Even right. if it's not intentional, but like, right. this is what I'm now getting because I have this context. Do you ever have a song where you think the lyric is one thing, but you think it for years, you go to look it up. It's totally not what it was. Right. Yeah. You're like, I liked it better my way. Like, <laughs> and then you write that song. I feel like yeah, right. 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 don't change it in your heart. They right. can't right. copyright me. I changed three words, you fucking idiots. But a prime example that I was listening to this uh, today and like conveying uh, messages and uh, songs differently, Linkin Park. I haven't listened to them guys in years, but then like th- they got me and yeah. my fucking emotions as a grown man. Had no idea. Like mm-hmm. actually listen to those lyrics when I was listening to it as a kid. I was like, "This is just punk rock." I'm mad at my dad. You know, <laughs> fuck you. And so, but now listening to the lyrics now, like it, it, it fucking hits you because that like shit. yeah. Mm-hmm. We like, also had the retrospect of wow, like what was Chester Bennington really going? Yeah, that too, right, right for sure. Absolutely. And then you grow up a little bit and like understand like what they're saying more yeah and like 100 damn i've actually like i listened to the hybrid theory in my walkman when i was like seven <laughs> right. i was like this is rocking i listen to that this shit now and i'm like damn i felt this way before right yeah and right it just it gives it a sense of timelessness i guess most definitely when you can, yeah, when you can nail down a feeling that you associate with a song, it does end up having, like, this timeless feeling, because you, like, um, it's all, well, it's not, in, not even necessarily, like, nostalgia, but you get that, like, recall, like, when you hear it again, that, like, that'll, mm-hmm. you've, like, imprinted that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, oh, what was I going to say? don't remember. That's it's why it's really weird to have, like, songs from your childhood or something that you have, like, nostalgia attached to. You go back and, uh, like, oh, I did it with, with Kate Bush recently. I grew up on a, a <laughs> listening to her. Yeah, yeah, I was showing you. I'm like, I don't remember it being so weird. Like, like, oh, yeah, she she Gregorian weird. chanting out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, why did I notice this stuff as a kid? Like, yeah. and now you're in your 20s, you're like, God, you have new ears. Yeah. <laughs> I, love that. I, I love that kind of, I love that kind of stuff. I also love, like, so it's fun to have, like, that kind of, like, depth to music as well. But then you also look at stuff like, so, like, Pink Floyd, for example, like we were talking about, like, a lot of depth in like their music and a lot of like layers to what they're referring to right. um like animals just a metaphor for instance but like then you go to like older stuff you like piper and you have like bike um yeah you don't bike's not about anything <laughs> uh, the gnome the gnome's yeah. about a gnome like it's right there to say, and i like that yeah that kind of duality like not taking yourself too seriously and having the capacity for both I think is really important when you're 
when yeah. you're in a band, and you're like you're keeping your eyes on the prize and being like, well, I'm also going to make a song about a gnome that's really dumb. Yeah. You got to find the balance of like, like I want people to come to my show and feel things, but I also want them to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. like, there's got to be a balance there. Yeah. yeah. I uh, saw something somebody shared on Facebook, and I, I think it was true, but it was, it was about uh, Sid Barrett and like his last rehearsal. Have you got it yet? Have you got it yet? <laughs> we were joking with that last fragment. <laughs> Man, like, yeah, you just had. I mean, obviously, that was majorly influenced by LSD induced psychosis. Yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, the playfulness is you got to have some of it. You got to have something that you know just keeps it keeps it light in the sense that you still have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so does everybody else. Like, yeah, yeah. you're making the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's okay to take your music seriously, but to not take yourself too seriously. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard balance to find sometimes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You could be sure. as emotionally compelling as you possibly can, but you got to give yourself and the listener some time to breathe. Yeah, and like maybe like squeeze a little laugh in there here and there, like. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, I, I like you kind of just don't want to melt your fucking mind the entire yeah. time, right? I want to stare at my <laughs> shoes and hate life. <laughs> That's it. That's my... You don't already do that? <laughs> well, I want to do, do more of it. Yeah, that's all I do. I want to inspire other people <laughs> to look at their shoes and hate life. Yeah. Yeah. And themselves and just, you know, yeah. whatever bad thoughts. Just put them out there. Bad thoughts, bad thoughts. <laughs> nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> Was that Eric Andre? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Tyler Long is listening to this at any point, Eric Andre loves you. <laughs> he told me. So what's the best advice you guys have been given? And we'll start back again. In general? In general. Well, something that might have just like hit you stuck and has you. stuck with you for life. Something that you probably take every single day, you know, or you know, stays in your mind every day. Um, my mom said to me one time, don't take criticism from someone that you wouldn't take advice from. That's the that's the best thing I've ever heard. That's yeah. So, that's fucking <laughs> chills already, dude. My so, God. You know, if someone's someone's really hammering on you, like at work or some shit, like, dude, I wouldn't ask you about finances. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't come to you for anything. So why would I? Why would I listen to you about what's what's wrong about me? Then? Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah I, like I, okay. I, I I definitely use that to my advantage every day. I, I, I hear her saying that all the time in my head. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. Cool. That's a hard question, though. Yeah, no, I didn't, yeah. you know, we didn't know if, but I figured it's it was a good, a good question. question mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, i trying to think of, I just heard this quote last night, actually. I was watching uh, a little special about, uh, who was it? Travis Pastrana is like head of the nitro circus and mm-hmm. stuff like that what a monster um, though <laughs> and oh god i can't even think of it now um but basically along the lines of uh it's it's better to try something and and, and maybe you know not worry about failing than than not trying and regretting it right so, i don't know just just sending it and you know having that faith that it is going to work out and like you're going to no, create something nice like mm-hmm. rather than you know if I don't try this I'm going to regret it down the line mm-hmm. 
I get that 100%. Like that. That's how I felt about this podcast. I'm sure that's right. how you guys felt about music, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, if I don't do this now, like, I'm going to be fucking 45, and I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off that I never did anything. Yeah, you yeah. have a body of work or something. Right, yeah. very much so. Yeah. The best time to start doing something was yesterday. The next best time is today. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's a good piece of it. That's, a, yeah, I love that. Unless it's paying bills. <laughs> then we wait until the grace period's about done. <laughs> then you re up, yeah. Then you we can pay off the top for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they call wink. you and you, and you tell them a fucking Really story. loud wink. You right. say, sorry. Dude. Audible wink. I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I mean, like, I'm just on my, my back hurts. Or <laughs> I can't like, do I it. I burnt my fucking dinner, man. You're, <laughs> you're trying to tell me. I can't yeah, you're do it shut my oven off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I've uh, got some advice for you. Don't be so critical. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so critical. Uh, I suppose mine is... Don't fill up on bread. <laughs> Don't fill up on bread. Olive Garden waiter. Yeah. Yeah, all unnamed winner. <laughs> the hero we needed. Uh, um, just keep fucking going. Just keep going. Yeah. Like that. Like when, like, <clears throat> same thing with like, better to try and fail than not try at all. Like, you're gonna fall on your face. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit's gonna go down. Keep going. Like, you just gotta keep pushing. That's another one of those bitter pills to swallow is, uh, you know, when you do get knocked on your ass pretty fucking hard and then trying to, you know, get up every single time. It's not always easy. It's good for you, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a quote that you told me in, I can't remember, our last episode or the episode before from um, Batman. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So, I love Batman so fucking much, and the uh, Christopher Nolan series is amazing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, there was this part where, if you guys have seen the movie, spoiler alert if you have not, but it, fuck, it's been like 12 years. What's up? Is that Dark Knight? The one that I'm about to um, talk about is Batman Begins. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, what happened was, is uh, Ra's al Ghul ended up burning down the Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. Alfred goes and... Uh, Helps him get up out of this, like, big old cinder block kind of thing and helps him move. He, they go down to the elevator. Well, they end up having some kind of conversation, but then Alfred says, why do we fall, sir? He comes right back to him so we can pick ourselves back up. And that shit hits me so hard <laughs> just because it's Batman. And then, like, just knowing, like, God, that's so real. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when fall you... seven times, get up eight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, and I believe, next one, right? Mm-hmm. All right. My, I've got my dad's voice ringing in the back of my head. He used to always say, it's my own self be true. And that just has always stuck with me. Not uh, uh, compromising your core self for the expectations of, of the world. You know, It's another one of those bitter ones to uh, yeah. swallow all the time. Yeah. You know, you're always trying to weasel in some way, somehow, somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. until you kind of grow as an adult, I think. You know, as a kid, you're really just trying to learn yourself, but as an adult, yeah. you're, you're kind of like, you know, if I'm not your circle, you know, I'm not going to mess with you. you yeah. Know? It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Too grown for, like, you know, those uh, those kitty-ass games, and I'd rather, yeah. not, I'd rather not fault or change myself just to make you feel just better. To fit in. Yeah. yeah, or just to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Better to be a like problem than a sponge. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Most definitely. That goes for, like, politics in a work environment. That can go for, like, 
just conformity in general, you know. Right. You know, there's a place to compromise, like decision. doing right by people around you. Yeah, most definitely. Just general decision making, making sure that this is what you would do, and not just because yeah. of some other circumstance around why you would do it. No, like this is what I feel is the right thing to do, and that's why I'm going to do it. Things like that. Or, you know, be true to yourself and like, no, I wouldn't do the right thing because I'm a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to, it's hard to I, do I, that I, sometimes. I'm just chaotic evil. So, yeah. yeah. you just got to make it Depends on your price. opinion of yourself, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Your price, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got a price to name? Solomon can't be Ooh. bought. Shut up. Hold on. You can't buy him. Shut up. I'm not trying to buy him. <laughs> Solomon's going to buy it. Dude, Solomon's going to sell out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, through through our Bandcamp page, oh, watch where out, all that money Alex is redistributed to everyone else. Yeah. GameStop's Game, GameStop GameStop's only the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only only up from here. Um, Rise up, gamers! Jesus, exactly. <laughs> it's only up from here. That's Max's next question. Yeah. <laughs> My best advice was fuck you. Solomon won't sell out. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm, it's gonna really let me down in ten years when, when that happens. I'm gonna look like a real fool. Um, Do you be do you think it'll take that long? No, I'll be dead by then. Okay. <laughs> um, Stop. Moving on. <laughs> uh, no, as far as, like, um, advice, I think my favorite, like, life advice, if you, if you want to call it that, just, like, a kind of way to lead yourself, um, that's a lot of... Uh, a podcast called the Duncan Dressel Family Hour, yeah. and he talks a lot about uh, Ramdas. Uh, and my my probably my favorite like bit of wisdom from him is just that um, we're all just walking each other home, and just the sentiment that like you don't always have to. You're, it's not always about just going out of your way always to help every single person. Just the idea that no, we are here to help each other and look out for one another and that can be the extent of it. Just, like, general goodwill toward those who are inhabiting that space. And I, I like it's, a, it's a very good thing to focus on, especially when, um, you know, when you're frustrated with other people and things like that. It's to all of our benefit. Yeah. Um, there's a symbol that um, we had a family a friend who came into, who's a reporter from the UK, and he came over to cover the 2008 elections, and he stayed with us for about a week. He brought me a, a chocolate bar, and it had... The inside of it had a just a fun fact for some race. There was an African symbol. It's called the Siamese crocodile, and the idea is that there are two crocodiles can join together and they can either fight each other for the same food they're going to eat, or they can cooperate. And that's essentially kind of what we're we're kind of all in that same boat. We're sharing yeah. a planet. We're yeah. we're, we're sharing the space together. Right. Well, the other part of that though is if they didn't cooperate, then they would die. So exactly. it's like well, the <laughs> instinct would be to fight each other until they're like, wait. We can't we share all a die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, well, we should maybe just work together here. If we start value and cooperation, it can be a metaphor for uh, nuclear war, when we can make a million dollars. So save that idea. We're gonna have to delete the podcast. <laughs> every, every, <laughs> every, just made a million dollars. Everything so. goes back. I sold to out. Yeah. Everything I'll goes back to Brandon Fraser. Yeah, everything is Brandon Fraser. All uh, roads lead another Brandon. piece. <laughs> an, another piece of advice that I would say, uh, just because that was. It's good life advice, but um, I've been watching, trying to get through Twin Peaks, and (laughs) Major Dale Cooper has a bit of advice for you that is, every day, once a day, give yourself a present. Don't plan for it, just do it. And 
I really like that sentiment of it, that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm going to go on Amazon and I'm gonna buy a bunch of stuff shit, but it's maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to have like a nice, like a nice treat today right. or I'm going to spend another, you know, an extra 15, 20 minutes in the shower and just relax and give my, give yourself something every day take even when it seems like you can't. Block, you know? Yeah. That can, that right there is yeah. a totally different, you know. Change your scenery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all it takes. It's nice. Yeah, sometimes, like, that is definitely what it, all you need if you're, like, in a moment where you are you feel stuck and, like, in a rut and, like, frustrated. Like, that change of scenery, it's just, you know, changes changes your perspective in a way that really is simple, but it's just enough to, like, get you to maybe think differently about something. It gets that weight off of you a little bit. Oh, you don't have to just sit there in the same, like in the same space feeling the same thing you literally allowing yourself like more information and giving yourself a different outlook like literally it'll calm down yeah. that uh amygdala a little bit yeah that's what i do but, with mario though to be completely honest <laughs> <laughs> fucking bowser is like pissing me off i'll just stop the game for a little bit you know come back half an hour yeah. Yeah. smoke a bowl you know yeah. beat that bitch you know yeah <laughs> <right>. <laughs> video games are, are so like that where you get caught up in this one boss and you're you make the same mistakes. Maybe you're on a level, then you're starting to get like fucked up on like the immediate, yeah. like like dude, like like I just entered the zone. Like, <laughs> Souls. You gotta walk away. Yeah, yeah but like, when you just yeah. drop the controller on the console, pull the disc out, and snap it. With <laughs> <laughs> you, that was probably my 360 days. <laughs> you just silently, you silently go up, turn it off, don't say a word, walk downstairs, grab a can of gasoline, walk up to your room. <laughs> Slowly pour it on, light a match, and then go down. to bed. Yeah, you go to bed. Yeah, then go to bed and you burn <laughs> and you die. But it's like, it's fine. Because you <laughs> took care of what was needed, which was to, to burn the, the Xbox. And now you're at peace. Yeah, now you're now you're dead and you don't have to worry about it. You win. One burned, two stoned. It's like one stone, but the stone is the size of your entire home. <laughs> yeah, it's only one yeah. stone, but it's a pretty big stone. Might even call it a, a boulder. Boulder, yeah. <laughs> one boulder, two. I don't call it that. Yeah, one boulder, two homes. Is this the new viral internet video? Mm-hmm. One boulder, two homes. That's all. Yeah. My only goal is to make Solomon laugh. I know. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Two boulders, one home. Will it fit? Let's find out. <laughs> hey, there's a boulder in your orifice. Click to find out. Yeah. <laughs> there's a little like house just paint on someone's ass. <laughs> Top ten boulders. You'll never believe Top it. Ten boulders. <laughs> I ordered a boulder from the deep web and got what I deserved. I will. I ordered a boulder from Boulder. I would, I, I I would click on that. I would, I would click on top ten boulders. Uh, <laughs> I would go through all everyone. I'd be like, dude, let's get, a, let's get. This I, I want it to be really nondescript. It's just like this boulder. This yeah. one's nice. This, this <laughs> one's <laughs> one's <laughs> smooth. I, I sent this I like boulder this to a bowler. Uh, <laughs> it, it has a big disclaimer. And like, guys, I just want to let you know, this is all purely subjective. These are just my thoughts on what the best boulders are. Top ten. This has no. <laughs> I'm not laying claim to any any kind of specificity. These are just what I think. Top ten balling. Okay, let's get into it. By any of these, yeah, by any advertisement. I'm not getting paid by big, big boulder. 
I'm looking for top ten, top ten boulders. <laughs> <laughs> now we're top talking hundred boulders. Sign Aww. me up. Oh man, I wish I could remember what the uh, website is called, but they'll like pay you like two hundred bucks to write top ten lists. Awesome. Yeah, it's like it, I can't, I can't can it be anything? Like yeah, almost all top ten boulders, bro. The ten boulders. Top ten boulders. The ten fattest. Top ten boulders. Alex to be my ass. Aw, that's that's upsetting. This one's way top ten, top ten toenail clippings. Really funny. <laughs> this one's way ahead. Because he's ranked them. Like, what? What is his basis of so the toenail clipping? Like, length, is it just size? Length, girth, weight, flexibility, <laughs> color. Color is big. Yeah. Is it yellow? That's a bad nail. That's a bad nail. That's a bad nail. It's yellow. Good. You gotta cut that sucker off. <laughs> Little snip snip. <laughs> top ten Sonic fanfics. <laughs> written by Solomon Booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the top ten of the ones written by him. There's 378. And, and I read the list too. <laughs> this is a self-selected list. <laughs> any views are any views expressed in this survey uh, are not viable to Viacom International. <laughs> Director's clippings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, how many got, uh, how many shows have you guys played total, uh, together, not together, uh, and where? Five of us won. But yeah. All um, we, our old drummer, Joe, shout out, Joe, love you He's so on the, much. he's on the album. He is on the some album. Love. He's fucking awesome um, on the album. Please he, tell me. Uh, we used to practice in a, a the basement of his house. He lived with a few homies, and we threw a few little parties down there. And then um, Funky Sunshine does a little uh, kind of like art walk parking lot little festival every year called Funky Fest, and uh, they uh, they decided they wanted live music, so we've been doing that for the past three years, three years. um and our own first and only official like club show this thus far was at urban artifact uh last year for an ugly sweater party oh, yeah. and Very it fun. was so much fun i really miss it and then uh and then we had like six shows sets, planned yeah, um, yeah we were gonna, open, <laughs> we were gonna open year for cycles last year. and lits like yeah, the, th- the three weeks after all the shows got canceled. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. seeing the, uh, the the posters for that. Like uh, they came up on my memories today, and I'm just oh, that's like, a bummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought about them the other day. Like, yeah, something like that. Three shows last year. Yeah, like, very. We did a few festival, festival gigs. Did geek out. We yeah, had... we did geek out. We played at uh, a Dunn place Geeks. called Phase Six and a place called Stable Studios. Indiana. 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 That was our first one. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a bad venue? Something just super shitty, just bad vibes? We haven't really played out enough to have that happen yet. That's the, good. The I'm basement sure. we played I've, a pretty bad sound, but it was always fun. Oh, yeah. I, I would say I've playing in a house is not fun. Bullshit in yeah. my time. Yeah. There's this place in Fairfield called The Underground. Yeah, I was in a Christian metal band. Oh, shit. We played in The Underground every other weekend. The days. And what about each the time here? there was one less person there. I played at the attic a couple times, yeah. and we were always on the side stage. 
we always had to buy our pre-sales in advance, and it's yeah, like we had to eat the money that we didn't yeah. sell. Yeah, sell, yeah, for sure. your friends are like, eh. I think the worst venue I've ever played at was the Matt Frog. Oh, dude, I, I, I can't talk shit about the Mad Frog. <laughs> I saw I saw the best show of my life at the Mad Frog. It was considered the source, right? Yeah, it was considered the source. Uh, yeah. uh, UV Hippo. UV Hippo. And Do you know, know what? what? Yeah, it was an amazing show. And they had... It had no right to be. There was no space. Yeah. UV Hippo is like a seven-person band. I don't know how they <laughs> set up in there. I can't, yeah, remember, I can't remember. Like, I legit can't remember how they got all of them set up in there. Um, it's like, I mean... Papadocia played Mad Frog way back in the day, too. Like. <laughs> Stop that. Have you seen the videos from them playing yeah. there? Oh, my God. It's so fucking I've weird. been to shows there, and, like, um, like my friend has had a um, a birthday party there. Um, I don't know if you are, like have heard much of, like, local uh, electronic music, but so Uncle funny. Harold is my buddy Brett. Uh, some some other people like Gardella, Shane Brett Gardella. Surfer? Yeah. I've met him. I went yeah. to high school with Shane actually. Did you? Mm-hmm. I th- I Anderson think, or uh, Turpin. Turpin. I knew yeah. it was. I think Al PJ knows so. Shane is fucking handsome. Yeah, it's those, his eyes. <laughs> bullshit. His eyes are incredibly stunning. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Uh, my girlfriend and I watched Superbad the other day, and. Uh, that part where he's like, have you ever looked into his eyes? It was like the first time I heard the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet. But yeah, no, I've I've seen like some some of them play there, and it's cool for that kind of that mm-hmm. kind of vibe and scene. But like a full band and it's like rough. it gets. Crazy. I would imagine. I came dude, there. Like, it was just me and a guitar, and I had some backing tracks. I brought them on a, on a flash drive. I brought a CD as backup. Well, well, the sound guy's nowhere to be found. And, then, <laughs> That's then, and then neither of them would work. I tried to pull up my Google Drive on my phone, and I just, it didn't work out my, my favorite. Yeah, it, yeah. sound technicians that, that are nowhere to be found is... Doing uh, coke in the basement? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> or just wandering. Well, there's a whole other show happening now. Yeah. 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 He's not doing sound there either. Yeah, Not to, like, talk shit about the place, per se, but it's definitely, like... That's, that's, just, that's just the vibe it's got. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's very, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, it's not the Ritz, but you know. I feel like parking and like walking there is worse than actually like you know the being in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I think when the rest of the night, the you're immediately dreading when the fuck you gotta leave. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. I have my backpack stolen out of my car, parked out front. That's not not surprising. If there's one place to be, have anything stolen, it's that corner by the Mad Frog. Right. Uh, always park like a block away. Granted, I'll be it's honest. Corner. I showed up drunk, having just I'll gotten off the river. It was July Fourth. Oh shit! Ooh. So you were drunk and fucking all tired. Yeah, and tired. I didn't have a shirt. <laughs> so uh, Shane actually let me borrow a shirt because the door guy was. I tried to go in without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> July. Yeah, yeah, it's if that gives you any idea of what the Mad Frog is like, free country. <laughs> <my ass. laughs> I, I honestly am shocked they didn't let you in without a shirt. It exactly. sounds like I, I really yeah, was like, I would do it. You know, they'll probably let me in. I, <laughs> sounds right to me. I was was worth a I'd have been shocked if I had seen that. I'd been like, the world's wrong Come right on, now. Better to try and yeah. everything right is wrong. Right. Everything right is wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Oh. 
So, um, next question out of our, uh, this is where we're kind of trying to get into, I guess, what do you want to say, like, fun ones, if you will? But, uh, what's a useless talent all of you guys have? We all have the ability to bore people with our music. It's <laughs> 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 by Tom. Yeah, yeah. Useless. I've got a parlor trick. Solomon can disappear. He just walks out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I, I, and then, like, we hear his car start. <laughs> he leaves all his stuff here. Obviously, if you don't have one or can't think of one, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't really. I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to make myself useful in some ways. Kind of hard to <laughs> think of like something. Good thing, yeah. though, man. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to. Think. <laughs> <laughs> Again, doesn't translate to audio. Hey, for those at home, I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it easy. I'm Squirtle. You are kind of like a Squirtle. 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 Yeah. Favorite Pokemon? That's a good one. You're nice. I don't know. Pseudo Wudo. I got a soft spot for Gasly on the stop. Okay. That's Metagross. That's my dude. Gasly. My first ever pipe was named Gasly. Nice. That's good. Cassie's good. Pseudo Wudo is probably the choice. Pseudo Wudo is a great choice. Pseudo Wudo is awesome. Not Gen 1, but whatever. I've been playing, what is it, Shield, Pokemon Shield, one of those, and like Grookey's my guy. That, that yeah, if you know him, he's he's pretty badass. See them like plant monkey. Yeah, 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 he's awesome. Drukey, yeah. mm-hmm. nice. That's my shit. I don't know if I, I haven't played it, but I did guess that. I'm I'm good for you, myself. Bud. Yeah, good for you, bud. I did it. I think the I, I, this, that's my talent. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can identify Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, it's just their name, and I tell you their type and what they're mocking. Like they're knocking off. What about you, Eli? What about you? You got any talents? You got any talents? Hey, 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 bud. Eli, it sounds like you can't hear me. No, no, I do not have talents. Okay, I do. That's just for you. If you don't mind, real quick, I'm gonna switch out my memory code. Solomon Mines. No worries. That's a difficult question. Yeah, useless talents are usually... It's not an easy one. No. I I couldn't... I honestly don't know. I can't... I can... I think of those people that are like double-jointed and all that shit. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You never know when you're going to come across somebody. It's got that double-jointed shit going on. Are the people that can like swallow their whole face with their jaw? Whoa. I feel like they have no bottom teeth, though. I would feel... Yeah, you have to lose some teeth. Their jaw is like... All you gotta do, do is lose a few teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eli, you too we can easily get those teeth out. We can get them teeth out. Is that real, dude? Is that real? Like, now, teeth I can get into. <laughs> What's your hobby? That's industry. That's, that's, that's collective. <laughs> oh, that's so scary. It's just collective. It's widespread. Uh, you know, just collecting and taking teeth. Wait, what's the difference between collecting and taking teeth? They know about that. So, another one, um, since uh, useless talent is a little bit difficult. 
I think I thought of one. Oh, we okay. We already moved on. Here we go. We already moved on. I could change a mean tire. That's not useless. Can you change a nice tire? That's the shit you do to me, man. I do do that kind of shit. Can you change a sad tire? I can change a mean tire. Can you turn the sad tire's frown upside down? Yeah. Can you change a I can drive forward a foot. <laughs> it's only flat on the bottom. Hey, can you miss a tire? You can't drive for <laughs> shit. I can drive a car with three wheels. Can. Like, a, like a reliant car. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty handy. You could probably I, I'll just stick out. my foot out the door and like... You Flintstones your way to yeah. 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 25%. I can see you yeah. having to do that with your Mustang. Yeah, I did a 23 in me and my cars are 25%. Of you? <laughs> I was so confused. I thought you were saying like your cars were made of your DNA or I, I took or I'm made of car. My dad's a car now. I don't know what you were talking about. I wasn't. You weren't talking about? <laughs> Some alternate universe. Something like that. Something like that. I can burp on command, but it, which is useless, but it's also gross. So. Yeah. That's true. So no thanks. I remember when I was a kid, I thought it was so cool to gleek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Eat sour shit. Yeah. Like, use yeah. your tongue to, like... Your tongue comes up for a second, and then... <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, my I just gosh. had a memory unlocked for me. Do you remember uh, Kyle Hurst? We are not talking about him on this <laughs> show. He, he could do that, like, really well, and every once in a while you'd be, like, across the room from me in shop class in ninth grade, and I'd just happen to, like, my eyes would pan and run across him, Following. and I'd just, and like, like, just him do it once, and he him knowing I'm looking at him just real quick, and me laughing really hard and getting in trouble. Is this a dream you had? <laughs> You know, I had no. this weird dream the other day, and <clears throat> I don't know why, but I was, like, extorting a senator Whoa. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, at some That's point in the dream, I was, like, running, and I, I, like, consciously, when I woke up, realized that I do this all the time. When I run, I, I don't know if you guys have, like, ever, like, ran in a dream, but it's, like, hard. You can't, yeah, like, yeah, it's, like My feet always go like that, and I will just, like, be suspended and kind of, like, spinning, and then the clown that's chasing me with a fucking fishing pole <laughs> rapidly approaches me, and then I wake up. <laughs> I'm always running so fast I have no, like, I have no way to, like, perceive what direction I'm going or anything. Everything is a blur, and then I'm at a new place. Yeah, and it's yeah. really disoriented. I always, like, tend to, at some point... <laughs> Start running on all fours, mm-hmm. and like and like grabbing the ground as I run, it's going weird. Back to your and trying state. to stay low to the ground enough yeah. to where you can actually grab it. Yeah, and then it's such a like weird that. feeling. Like, oh. like I've it happens to That's me all the time, and I never really like consciously actually like thought like, oh wait, this happens to me yeah. often. I don't know what it is. I googled it, and it was like. You turn into a dog. Some Sigmund <laughs> Freud thing, and then also something about, like, instincts of when we evolved of, like, from being on all fours. Well, <laughs> still going back to animal instincts. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Were, were you chasing, like, meat? No, I was being chased. Oh, so, okay. So, so yeah, Sometimes you were if I'm running in a dream, like, when you 
end up in that new place, I realize I'm, I can end up anywhere, and I can like, well, I like have a moment where I can consciously choose. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. Cool. And once, once, yeah, yeah, once you're in that, you can just kind of like manipulate everything around you. I've had that it's like happen. Doctor like, Strange, like, man. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it is yeah. a lot like that. Actually. I've like barely lucid dreamt. Where like, I guess if you're if you define lucid dreaming as like recognizing that you're dreaming, yeah. but like, I'll be like, wait a minute, none of this is real. And I'm gonna fly, and I'll like take yes. flight, but yeah. I can't like control where I go. No, you're just going. And I'm just like, woo! <laughs> and then I'll wake up like, God damn it! I did I was like getting somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, man, like I, like I was like sliding down a glacier like really fast, and uh, <clears throat> I just fell off the edge of it, and it was like three thousand foot drop into like the windows, no. like you know, Windows XP fucking like <laughs> green, just grass and like blue sky. And I hit the ground, and I, like, like the ground was, like, made out of, like, trampoline shit or something. Oh, like, shit. Like, it, like, went down, and I was, like, like pushing through uh, the, uh, it was, like, it was, like, tight. It was, like, pushing through it. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then it bounced, like, back up. Yeah. And I went, like, another thousand feet in the air. And then at that point, I was, like, I'm fucking dreaming. Fuck this, I'm out of here. I've had that exact thought while dreaming so many yeah, times. Yeah. Just, this is dumb as hell. Yeah, I, I was playing a lot of like Metroidvanias for a while, and mm-hmm. I had a dream that I was like, oh, I have to get. I was like, wanted to fly, but knew that I couldn't until I got a power up. So I was like <laughs> searching for that. And at some point, I just remember being like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I can just fly. This is dumb. Why can't I? And uh, yeah, it's always fun. I remember in high school, I was like, interested in dreaming. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep a dream journal and like, try to lucid dream. And I, this was the only time I think I've actually done this, but I like, became aware and I had like read somewhere like a test for while you're in the dream is your hand and like mm-hmm. you like poke your hand essentially to see if your finger will like, go through it. Yep. And I started doing that and it was like weird freaked but it freaked me out and it woke me up instantly like, oh, yeah. anytime i feel my that happens to me a lot like my hands will like phase through each other in dreams and things yeah. like that and it always wakes me up i don't know why it is i think it's just because you have like this expectation even in like, yeah. when you're dreaming you're like this is how things should work yeah. So as soon as you have that recognition of that's not how things work, it's what can be like. Nope. I still have a body, right? Like, and the then physics, you find out no. Once the physics of it don't don't line up, you get scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Something doesn't the, add up. The, 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 that that dream nice. about falling off a cliff or whatever it was. That was like sliding down a glacier, man. Dude, was like, that reminds me of a dream that I had where it was yeah. like I was like watching like it was like wa- watching a show. It was like watching these people ski down like huge cliffs and everything. They fall off, fall really far. They hit the ground and be like. Not looking good, like like mangled, like not good at all. These are something you yeah, looked it, for. You no, 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 I, I, was just, I was just seeing this happen. Then they get up and the, and the crowd would you laugh. You saw and it was like, like oh, a can okay. audience laughter. What? And they would keep happening. But it, would, no. it would just take longer and longer. And we're like, like this guy's okay. He's really not okay this time. Like, he, like, he just I'm a puddle. One yeah, the puddle, but they look, hold up thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much, like pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And then they get up and be fine. And like reform. I woke up just like like laughing. Everything's all right, right? No, right. So, what what is a favorite childhood movie of you guys? Of well, you know, obviously, y'all got separate ones. So, what what was your favorite childhood movie growing up? We all had one childhood. Right, you all had one. It was a uniform, one childhood. That's really scary. (laughs) 
then we split up and became. I watched the Wizard of Oz a lot. <laughs> okay. All the time. Those, those talking trees used to fuck me up so bad. The talking trees. Yeah. They scare me so I would turn it off, dude. I'm like, no, I'm gonna stop the VHS. Like, nope. They're like throwing apples at her. I'm like, hell not. I'm not about this life. Right. I don't want no fucking apple. I think they actually consider that kind of a horror movie, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, especially the end where you figure out it's like, you know, a controller, you know, like, you know, over the whole land. It's like, no. Yeah. That that definitely formed my psyche at an early age. And look at him now. Piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit now. He's a dirty bastard now. Yeah. Because of the Wizard He's of Oz. the Wiz. <laughs> it is the Wizard of Oz's fault yeah. for sure, yeah. Um, That's the only thing that, yeah, we can. I think uh, there was, I was like, I still am to this day, but I was like super into motorcycle racing when I was a kid. Okay. And, and just like racing in general. And there's this like documentary uh, by a guy named Bruce Brown who also made uh, The Endless Summer, which is like a surfer documentary. But he made a, a documentary called On Any Sunday, and I watched that thing on repeat on this little tiny television with the screen was just about bigger than, you know, a phone screen, but it had a VCR built in. Uh, but I think one that's, like, a little more accessible, a little more well-known is George of the Jungle. Oh, oh fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Fraser. Yeah. It all comes yeah. back. Brendan yeah. <laughs> Fraser. That was totally unintentional. But, <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy Trilogy's my shit. Yeah. yeah. I that's love funny. it. Yeah, George the Jungle. Fucking Encino, man. Oh, bro. Come Doom Patrol. Have you watched Doom Patrol yet? I fucking love Doom Patrol, dude. Doom Patrol rips. It's so good. And Brendan Fraser's awesome in it. Mm-hmm. He does such a good job. Hollywood shit on him. Yeah. Hard as fuck. <laughs> and he came back this, with a big metal man. The, I was yeah. actually yeah. hoping feel, I would have an opportunity things. to say on record that this whole band is just a scheme to unfuck his shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brendan Fraser? We're coming on fuck your shit. <laughs> I just want to fuck your shit. I literally <laughs> just want to give him a hug. We're going to come pick you up, man. It's all good. Um, we'll, we'll pick him up. Yeah. Favorite childhood story. movie would either be, like, if we're talking, like, like, the first couple movies I even remember loving, it would be either a movie called Little Giants. Oh, I know some Little Giants, bro. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Um, fucking Rick Moranis lost right. the game. Uh, or remember the Titans. Okay. Yeah. That I watched. I rewatched that movie like a couple months ago, and I was just straight leaking through the whole thing. Remember the Titans is still. They, uh, it's, it, it holds the fuck up still. It's, it's heavy. Uh, it is. Shit, man. When uh, what's the name? Uh, Bertier just ends up like you know saying he'll, uh, goodbye and shit, and then drives off. Boom. And that scene just, where he's uh, laying in the hospital bed, and his buddy comes in there, and she's like, "Only families allowed in here," and you just like, "Don't you see the family resemblance? That's my brother right there." And I'm yeah. just like. <laughs> God, man, I'm just tearing up thinking about it. It's, it's yeah. a good movie, dude. It's really powerful, especially like with how things are right now. Like, right, everybody can afford to see that fucking movie. Most definitely. I actually That's was looking at um, uh, going to see a movie this upcoming weekend, and they're playing "Remember the Titans" at the AMC Newport. That's bad. This weekend. That's cool. Yeah. That's so we, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts, <laughs> and then you will run a mile. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Yeah. Such a good movie. For some reason, I, re- I really remember watching Little Rascals. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a good one, too, dude. 
That one is Toy Story. Just stuck with me. Why are both of mine fucking football movies? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even play football. Yeah, you do. I did for a year as a punishment. As a, as a punishment. Yeah, that was your jock opera. football, boy. Yeah. Jock opera. Boy. Jock opera is very strange. Was, uh, jock opera, man. I found myself uh, absorbing some questionable yeah, materials at the library. Once. So my dad taps on my shoulder. He's like, you're playing football. <laughs> you need to learn some discipline. And I'm like, no! Not even like that! And then you didn't. And look where we are now. Didn't you wrestle for a long time, too? I tried to wrestle three separate times. Because <laughs> my brother did, and I wanted to... I remember your brother. I wanted him to be proud of me. And I was just like, I fucking hate this. Three years in a row. <laughs> you learned the lesson three times. Yeah. I mean, it is the I ultimate think. competition, though. Honestly. It like, I mean, it's like two bodies. So you know what I mean? It's like two bodies, one versus one. Yeah. Let's go. That's why I love UFC, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Some very primal. And they always have their fucking eyes on stuff like that. Well, I'm just going yeah. up. I just got some new, like, striking yeah, hats. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And I'm just Fuck yeah, like, dude. I, back this way. I, would, I would love to just get into that just in general, man. Yeah. It's so fun. And it's like, it's, it's, like, it's all, it's like Gladiator, in a sense, I guess you'd say, right? I think that's why I, you know, I love it so fucking much. It's like fight to the death kind of thing. Yeah. Bring it back. We should bring it back. What's that? Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, dude. Yeah. You're yeah. fucking dying. You better sign a waiver. There's, there's, no, there's no two ways about it. You're dead. Yeah. There's no waiver. It's just your will. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, buy, I'd, I'd pay a pay-per-view to see Donald Trump fight a lion. Show up. Show up. Uh, all you Wouldn't need be much is of a fight, but I'd watch it. $100 for weapons and, an, and an, a state lawyer to sign up for the Gladiator tournaments. Let's go. And a felony. Oh yeah, maybe maybe a felony or a death row uh, sentence. You know, <laughs> that's the requirement. <laughs> That'd be a fucked up way of bringing it back, though. Is like have a have kind of like two death row inmates. You're gonna fight head to head, and it's like one of you is gonna you know walk out here with your freedom. The other one, Dude. fucking dying. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> that would be both finishing your sentences. It would make a lot of fucking money. It would make so money. much money. It's just it's just immoral right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe like after right. like some like collapse type shit. Like right. yeah, it's coming back. Right. It's coming back. Dystopian future. We got the electric like, grid still. We gotta get the economy. Let's, let's, let's hurry this thing up. Yeah, come on. I think my gladiator fights. I think my gladiator fights. Max, what's your favorite kitty film? Oh man, I don't like it phrased that way. (laughs) I don't know. It it, it (laughs) felt wrong coming out. I also don't like that. Let's do it over. Let's do it all over her. Alex, start. (laughs) Yeah, Alex, can you tell us? It's okay. What movie did you watch every time you went to your grandparents' house? It's not, that wasn't the question. No, that's <laughs> oh, dude, Kung Pao. Kung Pao into the fist? Yes. Oh, that <laughs> is For some reason, my, 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 my grandma had that shit on VHS, and me and my cousin were like, yep, Kung Pao every day, all day. The part where the baby's, like, falling down the mountain in the beginning. <laughs> like, that one picks, her up, you know, picks it up and just those. sets it down and lets it, like, keep rolling. It's so or, funny, dude. Or, uh, was, was, wee, wee, wee. Yeah, you know, yeah. that shit was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was my big fat Greek wedding. Oh that God. wasn't that. You were, it was out when you were a young adult. <laughs> <laughs> you were at least 37. Yeah. You're right. 
Eli was a child in the 1820s. You were in the first round when that came out. I started the first World War. <laughs> yeah, he killed Art Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started a band called Take Me Out by... <laughs> <laughs> the band's called Take Me yes, Out by Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Pharrell. Oh, that's... That doesn't seem good. Too, too, too far. Directed yeah. by oh, Tyler dude, don't Perry. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> he hasn't died yet. Too soon. Man. Don't put him in your shit. He hasn't died yet. <laughs> What's your favorite kitty? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, sorry, that's, that's going to need some editing from yelling. Thanks a lot, Alex. You're giving know, people right? work. Making me yell at you. Asshole. No. Um, so... What movie, as a kid, I really, rem- I remember liking Shrek a lot when that came out. I just, uh, that's probably my first memory of being like, like, like enjoying a movie a lot right. as a kid and just like, uh, like quoting it all the time. Yeah, just being the yeah, your mom <laughs> tells us every time I go over, she's like, yeah. you should have heard him do his donkey voice. Yeah, donkey. <laughs> I sounded a lot like Eddie Murphy as a kid, surprisingly. <laughs> 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 Do you know that actually, uh, so Chris Farley was actually going to voice Shrek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I did not know Before that. Before he passed, yeah. he actually was doing screen tests with it and stuff. That's, yeah. a, that, yeah. that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, most yeah, definitely. I was like, I'm going to make him Scottish. And they were like, okay. Yeah. I, I guess so. I wonder if they have any of that, like, uh, any of the reels left from his, like, takes. You know? Oh, I would love to I think they exist, sure yeah. They, they probably do. Yeah. In the Dreamworks vault yeah, exactly. somewhere. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You got him. Yeah, you got him his couch. Under the cushions. <laughs> so the other questions that we have, I got, I got two more. Uh, second to last here is favorite ice cream. Mm. Mm. Chocolate chip. Chocolate My chip. dude. Chocolate chip cookie mm. dough, I think, mm. for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Specifically, like homemade, the brand homemade. Oh, uh, uh, UDF. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna do the blue moon cookie though. Whoa. That's blue a good one too. Blue co- uh, Getting the, wild. The kids yeah. blue cookie dough. It's wild. Ice cream, but it doesn't have yeah. chocolate chips in it. But wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's got dye in it, but if you get the kids' cups of the blue moon cookie dough, it has like sprinkles in it. It's really mm. good. Would recommend. It's like a dollar. Like the the cups with the like little paper lid mm-hmm. that you rip off. No, no, no. Uh, they're like, well, they're plastic now, which is probably worse. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go on a limb and say plastic probably worse than the paper cups. But uh, yeah, go get you some tonight. It, now it, it is hard to beat <laughs> a, a, a vanilla <laughs> orange cream. Brownie-batter-core... I mean, ben honestly, and Jerry's is my second. Brownie batter core rips. If so I'm gonna buy it, good. it'll be mint chocolate chip. But like, if I'm gonna make my own ice cream, I'm gonna get vanilla and just put like way too much peanut butter. There, there you like, go. Too yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just mainly peanut butter. It's just cold. Here's the That's, question though: I'm about Is that. there too much peanut butter? Is there too much? Nah, man. No, I, I'm, I'm the I'm same way. Yeah, I, I fucking butter. love peanut butter. Yeah. It's the best food ever made. I love peanut butter as a kid so much that <laughs> I was like hungry. I was like, man, what we got in the fridge? It's like, we got peanut butter, we ain't got no jelly, we got some bologna, 
Sunny D. I know. <laughs> Peanut butter and bologna sandwich. Whoa. <laughs> Matt. Whoa. I used to it was so good. Uh, I haven't had it since I then. I used to dip Flamin' Hots in peanut butter. Ooh. Oh, why yeah. you, okay. even, actually, <laughs> honestly, why does that not sound bad? Fuck you, because yeah. now I want to try that. It's yeah. It's, it sounds like it's going to give me diarrhea, but I'd eat it. <laughs> My favorite ice cream is peanut butter, cookies, and cream. Oh, yeah. Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Just cookies and cream. That's mine. Yeah. Samoka Chuck is pretty good, too. Yeah. Mocha ice cream, I can only eat, like... It's good. (laughs) There's got to be some fucking cookies in it, dude. I can't chow down on them. Although, I'll slam a whole pan of that. I feel like shit. Ben and Jerry's has that, like, espresso or... I don't think it's mocha, but they have, like, a... Espresso coffee flavor oh, in one of theirs. It's so good. Yeah, the yeah. Coffee ice cream. So, uh, Aglamisi's with Brothers chocolate. has some good coffee ice cream. Oh, yeah. But I so does Graders. I think the, mm-hmm. their Vienna coffee. The uh, tiramisu. Uh, oh, that shit's good. Holy shit! Yeah, I think I think Aglamisi's strawberry for me with like the big strawberry chunks in it. Oh, like, nice. nice. Yeah, definitely. Strawberry without chunks is so weird. Like, you know, kind of do need it. Yes. It's Shaking. like the uh, Neapolitan. You're just like, come on. Neapolitan. It's not, it's not it's enough, strawberry. though. You want the, you want the real strawberry. Fuck the strawberry. Yeah. 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 Fuck that strawberry. <laughs> Ouch, shut up. Everyone else likes it. <laughs> Everyone else like likes it. That's but fuck that strawberry. Oh, you mean like fuck the strawberry into the ice cream? If I had choose between strawberries and you, strawberries can play this. I feel it. Every time you get that ice cream, everyone just eats the chocolate and vanilla and just left the strawberry, so fuck it. Every time I open it up, it's so like, fuck yeah. only strawberry in here. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought meant, I thought you meant you were going to fuck a strawberry no. into ice cream, like a... Like a I'm gonna repeat no. my joke because I don't know if you heard it. Like a like a cold stone cockery. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. You're fucking, yeah, I thought you did because I knew you Cold stone cockery. Because you're fucking strawberry. You, you, you honestly, you honestly could have just left creamery. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Scoop them in. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I don't know what that means. Sorry, Sonic. Oh, you know exactly what it means. Oh, you know. <laughs> Can I, just just, get, just give me two. Audible winking, saying that and then not winking. <laughs> give me two scoops of that strawberry out of the Neapolitan. <laughs> Doing y'all a favor. You guys like Spumoni? Have you had that? Shut I've never had Spumoni. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What is that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's really, uh, isn't that that fucked up? You guys like Spumoni. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like. It's chocolate to strawberry. Yeah, it's coffee. Yeah, we used to get that at a. Have you guys been to the old spaghetti factory yeah, over yeah, down yeah. that way? Yeah, yeah they, they get it all the time with your full course meal. That's a childhood well, delicacy. Jenny used to work there. My, <laughs> like, my girlfriend so Jenny used to work there, and she was a waitress. And every day, people would be like, "Um, what's the money?" And she would have to fucking explain it every day, dude. Like, oh, it's this. Like, well, can I just get the chocolate out of it? No, no, it's not how it works. Getting spumoni ice cream. You're not. <laughs> you're not getting just the pistachios. Or you're crying. Yeah, right. I've never had pistachio ice cream, though. I love pistachios. It's good in the spumoni mix. You gotta. It just makes me think like it'll be like salty. Why did I think? But I know it's not. But it does make me think. <laughs> you ever had pistachio pudding? It does sound like a deli. No, oh, fuck. It's like it's like a pistachio pudding with like a marshmallow, like puff. Oh yeah. 
I fucking love pistachios. Me too. Yeah, me too. Every year for Christmas, my dad gets me one of those big ass bags of them. It's like in a plastic bag, but then it's in like a little cloth pouch with a little pull string. Little drawstring. I hope they hurt afterwards. Yeah. Well, I have long nails now, so I can just. I got a little oh, okay. bag of pistachios once that was like the salt and pepper. They didn't have the plain ones, so I got the salt and pepper ones, which wouldn't recommend. They're not good. But on top of that, uh, like the sin. one I got had, I opened a pistachio and a dead fly fell out of it. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. It was, <laughs> it was, it was it a toy. Yeah, it was a toy. Yeah, it makes me uh, weary of uh, blindly eating pistachios because I like, like, cracked it to put it in my mouth like this, like, you know, like you just like, and... And as I was about to, I saw there was no nut in it, and my uh, it was just like hollow. And I Are thought you it was sure it show. wasn't just a shriveled little yes. nut? Yes, yes, <laughs> because I saw a wing. Um, so it might not have been a fly. Some, some, <laughs> some, <laughs> yeah. with wings. Uh, you shouldn't have gotten the cheap pistachios, I guess. Yeah. But you you, you got to invest. Yeah, fuck me. That's my fault. You should have got the flies, dude. Yeah, I should have ordered no flies in the in my convenience store bag of uh, pistachios mm-hmm. so I went to the counter and been like excuse me I'd like this with no flies and they'd be like and then I'll leave because <laughs> what else am I going to do that makes me think of this I'll time finish your flies bro I got wings <laughs> uh, it makes me think of when I got hot wings to go from uh, by gollies in Milford and I got them and opened them up and the wrong sauce was on them, and they also had, like, little quills sticking out of them, which, like, one or two in, like, a 12-piece wing is okay, yeah, but, but not when every wing has several of them. So I took them back. Or when you can see the, and I'm like, like, puncture points can in I the have skin? not yeah. this? And then, and, then, and then they were, like, laughing at me in the kitchen. They were like, 12 wings, no feathers, coming right up. <laughs> Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> I work at a like it's our main thing is wings, so we talked about that at uh, Wild ago. Mike's Nolan and I still need to come see it's you. It's out on the west side. Yeah, you guys should go. But um yeah, we don't have feathers. So. <laughs> Are you guys <laughs> doing the wing week? No, we're not. Yeah. Um, oh, wing week mainly so just good. uh Honestly, right now, for, like, food cost reasons, it's not, like, so to put it in perspective, a case, which is 40 pounds, is, like, $120, and we get, like, 220 out of it, so it's, like, I mean, profit or just in general? Uh, no, like, two uh, 220 wings out of oh, one okay. case, so it's essentially, like, 40 cents a wing, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so, you know, we have to, we have to kind of... Yeah, you'd lose money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's so, so if I go and order some wings there, can I, I can get it without the beak, right? Yes. Frank never lets me order without the beak. There's no beaks, but hold on. You can like, order beaks on the side if you want. Beaks on the talent. The beaks yeah. beaks? Beaks are on the beaks. Bring it to Where do you think beaks are? And and whole heads on sometimes. a chicken. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. On the beak. Whole heads sometimes. All right, try again. Toss them in sauce. <laughs> try one oh, more time. On the speaker. That's where the tweaker is. Yeah. Right by the speaker. Right by the speaker? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the last question that I got for you guys... Um, this might make you think a little bit. With your first EP out, um, Spore, how would you describe your sound, first off? And then 
Uh, secondly, what what does your music mean to you? And then third, out of this three-parter here, where do you guys see yourself going? I think that the sound that kind of comes across on a lot of the Spore EP is kind of like, I know you guys mentioned some of the, like, the psych rock from like, like Aussie bands like King yeah. Gizzard and stuff yeah. like mm -hmm. that. And I, I do hear a lot of that. You guys kind of refer to it as like, like garage rock. It's more more basement rock. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> out, out from Joe's basement. Okay. It is very rock and roll. Uh, uh, like like you mentioned, the recording is kind of gritty. A bit rough DIY. around the edges. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think DIY. It's not really. I mean, it is indie music technically because we did it all ourselves. But right. like you know, yeah. not like indie folk. We're not about to like play acoustic guitars at you on this album but that's the next album <laughs> <laughs> just wait till the mandolin comes in oh, fuck, I was it's gonna be a full-on folk fuckhouse <laughs> <laughs> a folk fuckhouse is the name of our next album yeah love it in parentheses not for drugs <laughs> <laughs> explicitly please do not touch um, i feel like since those songs have become a lot more dynamic like stylistically and just with the tone of our music. And I think that's what hard it makes it difficult for me to kind of pinpoint what exactly I would define our sound as. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would say DIY, just do, the quality of it mm -hmm. is very DIY. The actual tone of it, I think, changes a lot. Um, it's definitely us. Like, I, I, definitely. when I, it's hard to divorce what I hear in the songs from the people who are involved in making it, I think, mm -hmm. for one thing, and just the influences that I know went into that. Um, so yeah, like DIY basement rock, I think is apt at the moment, at the very least, uh, but not even a basement mainly we recorded in that. It's a weird downtown storage facility rock. It was kind of a basement too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basement storage we, we facility were rock. We were in the ground. It's slightly, a yeah. dinge rock. Dinge rock. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think we're our first time ever miking drums and amps and getting it all on a DAW, it sounds really good. Yeah, for how, yeah. how little yeah. we knew what we Thank were you. doing yeah. the whole time. Thank you. <laughs> for me, at least, I think for at least a few of us, it's true. Like, this is the first actual album or EP that we've put out. Everything else that I've put before this has just been like, here's a demo without drums, just the idea for a song or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. These are, these feel finished. These feel like full songs. They just like, feel finished. out, like, beginning, it'll end, there's... There's nothing you feel like you guys missed? Oh yeah, plenty of that I feel I missed. I, and being <laughs> the one that did most of the work on like actually getting everything down and kind of mixed, I definitely, I mean I could have spent another few months probably just mm -hmm. getting everything fine-tuned. <clears throat> but yeah, it was it was more so about just getting it to a point where we like feel like it's listenable. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we were going to release it in November, and then we waited for the, for the Solstice lineup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jupiter, Saturn. <laughs> the the well, timing was important. On the 21st. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think Max put it pretty well. I, I, I'm not on this EP. Joe uh, Joe's tracks are on, on Spore. And uh, just, like, from the outside looking in, like, it, it obviously, like, you guys pulled a lot of different influence but max put it well it, it does sound like you guys and like right i don't know like it felt fresh because like i hear a lot of stuff like from from like other up-and-coming groups and stuff where like it's easy to like oh this sounds like such and such or like 
I can tell they were listening to a lot of this, but like, not to say it's like scatterbrain. It's it's just like it's very eclectic. Yeah, it's like eclectic, but it's like it's. I feel like the focus is still on you guys. Like, yeah, Yeah. there's so many different influences that are are coming into it. Yeah, that's what makes it cool. You know, like obviously, like if some, you know, one if a band every member likes one band, they're gonna sound like. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, if you decide like this is the kind of music we're gonna play, and we right. never did that, we never, we never we sat never down and said this is what we're gonna yeah. play. We said let's play whatever we want. Like, yeah. It feels like instead of like you guys like settling on one like, page <laughs> of the encyclopedia, like it's just like you open the book and you take the pages and like let them fan out, and like that's mm-hmm. what's coming out like through that EP. Let's play jazz metal next. And when you get like, <laughs> when you get five like equally. And differently, like insanely creative people, you're gonna have a lot of different shit flying around. Or you're gonna have us. Yeah. Or when you don't, you get what we had. I was trying to make a joke that we aren't creative, but <laughs> it felt flat. I, I, I apologize. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry, I, I tried not to feel bad. I didn't do it. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I would definitely say eclectic, and I. Not to say that it feels frenzied in a sense, but it doesn't feel sloppy. But I don't think what I was getting at with like how how like creative and like different we all are creatively, um, it was very much like you know when you when you get <clears throat> like the first product that a group like this comes out with, it's like basically just like Demo. busting an incredibly pent-up nut <laughs> as it were and um it's more like uh edging a, a really intense nut for, for <laughs> nine and a half months that's more like what it is and then and then you don't come <laughs> That's oh, a, oh wait, God. wait, we're not, we're not <laughs> still talking about pistachios? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we're not still talking about pistachios. <laughs> we're talking about Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, honestly, if I had to give our, our enough, sound, man. like, a name, Brilliant. probably Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> John or Brendan Fraser? Fraser Core. Oh, shit. I definitely, like, Spore is definitely like the spark of the fire that we've kind of grown out into. Yeah. Just like the pieces, we just kind of threw everything at the wall. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I threw my parts against Eli's, and we threw that against Max's parts, and just kind of like. It somehow lined up. Yeah, in a way right. It's pleasing to the ear. And we're, now, we're now just starting to really thoughtfully place things and be like, okay, well, why don't we like let Max like open up this section of the song and let him really write something, and we'll like really fall into it rather than just sitting in a room and just bouncing off each other, you know? Right. Well, and it's funny because, like, that's almost exactly how, like, a lot of those songs got written is us just kind of, like, throwing stuff together. And it's it's really, when I listen back to it, it's really neat how, like, it, like we said before, it doesn't really sound, like, very sloppy. It sounds, like, relatively right. meticulous in how the different parts fit together and mm-hmm. which we didn't... We put effort into it, obviously. It wasn't just like, oh, it was nothing. Right. Right. But the... We didn't, that wasn't our goal, wasn't to make, like, a very, very cohesive, like, album. Yeah. Um, that it, thought wasn't put into it beforehand. Was, yeah, like, let's put in these ideas that we all have rattling around that we know are concrete and, like, kind of do show off that mm-hmm. um, different thing. I'd say it, it feels a lot like a, um, 
like you're saying, kind of an introduction, like definitely like setting like the groundwork and almost right. getting like those tendrils out. It's our sport. Yeah, and then yeah. and and <laughs> making room for like places in between the little tendrils to come through, because it the space I'll, between, you know, the space between, and like allowing for the space between. Like yeah. these are almost like pretty straight putts for most of the songs. Some of them have like definitely it? some <laughs> <laughs> straight putts. I remember reading this part two of the question. Uh, where do you guys see yourself? Uh, Next, what's the next move for you? Writing music, writing music, getting, getting Rudy up to speed on, yeah. the, on the tracks. That's coming on pretty fast. Yeah, it's coming yeah. on very fast. It helps he, he's a fast learner. Oh, yeah. he, does, he does his homework, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on the record and say that when Rudy auditioned, he came with notes. Yeah. Take notes, all of Pen you. and paper, people. <laughs> It was the sweetest thing, and I loved it. <laughs> and for that reason, there was never another choice for me. <laughs> that, yeah, that means a lot. Like for this reason, especially like not like reading or writing music. Like I had to do something to like. And I always find myself, even if it's like my plan for the day, or like writing the grocery list, like yeah. you know, writing it out with my hands on a piece of paper, like helped me like put it into the logs of my oh, yeah. Same. So I'm the same. You digested better, yeah, I think, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Instead of you Tracking saying, hey, I'm going to go do this in the grocery list or whatever, like, you're going to forget shit. You have mm-hmm. it written down, you know, and you see it, you know, yeah. point A to B kind of thing. Sure. So. It's almost like a daily thing for me, especially if mm-hmm. I'm, like, at work early, start my list, make my list, then I cross that off, then, yeah. you know, you write everything else down. He makes and, and, at the end of the day, I can go back and be like, okay, here are the things I have to do, and then maybe I'll have an hour to sit back and play video games or something right. and it feel fine about it it also feels better too just crossing the things out of your list yeah. you know yeah. you seeing that like oh I've made these goals today I didn't just sit there yeah. smoke a fucking bowl and watch cartoons you know yeah. you I know? got really bad about that during the pandemic and everything I, yeah, I'm working yeah. in a restaurant and mm-hmm. I was still working for like two or three months or something. so I'm like hey I'll focus on being creative and, and yeah. I started like, like learning Spanish and like like do all kinds of different tell things. me three mm-hmm. things you learned from Spanish please no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is one. No. no. Yeah. That's no. no, that's one. And two. C. <laughs> that's the letter after B. So that's English. So you kind of failed that one. <laughs> it's the no, I, letter, I, I was I like, I, it's kind of really easy for me to sit around and do nothing at all. Right. Then when time came for me to go back to work, I really like had a hard time with it, you know? Oh, for sure. Being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so long, it's like, and like, and I, I think that's uh, going in even before the pandemic. Like when you would sit there, you'd be stoned as fuck walking into work. Obviously, if you were used to it, and like you just you'd be stagnant, you know, yep. not you know. Like, I don't really want to be here, but like I want to seem like I'm doing something. Yeah, you know. So I think that's the reason why I stopped doing night shift at work because I would feel like I couldn't do anything before work because if I did, yeah. I would never want to leave. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. right. It's been yeah, nice working nice, from home nice and not having to, like, and being able to be like, well, I know my day is going to be this, and then planning for my day after work and be like, I can do this. Uh, I can, you know, yeah. make a new sound, make a new <clears throat> little rip, make a new chord progression, go play video games for nine straight hours, you know, <laughs> you're productive. It's, it's hard to find that balance sometimes just because, like, I know for me <clears throat> with, uh, with the podcast and um, I'm also doing streaming, like video game streaming. There you go. What are you been playing? Um, right now I'm playing Conan Exiles. There you go. Nice. I think the things about it. They've been adding like cool new stuff. I saw yeah. it was like probably 
they just have a ago. they had a new update uh, recently called Isle of Sipto. It's like a whole new map. There you go. That's cool. But um, yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to like plan and do that all accordingly. And I'm sure like you guys feel the same as like especially with you know as many members you all have different lives and schedules and like yeah. feelings and things like that so it's another job it, like, yeah it's yeah. absolutely it's a relationship yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely it's, it's, you know yeah. one's pissed uh in it mm-hmm. so on and so forth you know yeah. not only that coming in learning you know creating and then going home going to that life checking into that life and then going out going back to work checking into that life it's like you guys have three fucking jobs I, yeah, you know, essentially yeah. yeah i also have a five-year-old oh okay <laughs> so, yeah Four jobs. Four jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that's a big part of why this band has uh, some real stability to it, though, because going into it, I was like, I want to be in a band of people who are, like, level-headed and like-minded. And Sorry. If I have a, yeah. yeah I, Actually, I give a shit, probably, right? But, yeah. for, besides Max, uh, we've done a good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all grown-ass men, you know, we have shit we gotta do, yeah. and we're able to still come in here and be, like, fully engaged in what we're Sometimes to a bad degree. Sometimes too engaged in what mm-hmm. we're doing instead of taking a step back. When we try to write like, a song by talking about the whole thing yeah. for a half hour, <laughs> and then we're like, "All right, let's play all of it." That's just <laughs> yeah. well, that's fun. Yeah. So, um, to close everything, do you guys have any final thoughts? Things that you like to say? You know, whether it's somebody that you're going to have listen to the podcast, whether it's just something that's you want to get off your chest, anything like that. Give us some money. This will probably be out on Friday. On Friday? Yeah. Buy GameStop. (laughs) Buy GameStop. Buy GameStop. Buy all of GameStop. Yeah, right now. Buy GameStop. This is not financial advice. This is not a test, is it? All right. I'll take that. Brendan Fraser, they're coming for you. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, please look out for yourself. That Fraser core. Get that Fraser core going. Your brother, Brendan, will be there soon. You know, Brendan, don't even worry about looking after yourself. We're looking after you. We'll yeah. change your tire. It's all good, man. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yes. goodness. Uh, I guess I would say just keep hanging in there, folks. Shit's fucked. It's going to continue to be fucked for a while. Long time. But just... Don't get tunnel vision. Don't get tunnel vision. Yeah. Know that... The sun's still shining behind those storm clouds. There will be good things on the other side. There's always good things. There are good things now. I'm just ready for shit. Let the sun hit your face. Drink water, take a deep breath, rub your own feet. If the sun hits your face, punch him him back. Don't take that shit. (laughs) (laughs) If if, uh, Eli's son punches you, (laughs) kick its ass. (laughs) Anyway. That's what I advice I would leave you. No, I, I would say one thing, like definitely keep a lookout. Um, I know all of us have been one to write, but um, I, I being the one that did a lot of the recording, I was definitely getting very burnt out at a certain point. Uh, I the and we were getting weeks, burnt out on him. Yeah, I don't I don't care about their feelings. It's about me. Uh, I was getting a little burnt out. I've been getting the urge to just get something recorded again sometime soon. So keep an eye out. We're probably going to relatively soon. I'm not saying maybe not in the next week, maybe not in the next month, but 
Sometime here soon, we'll have something else out here for you. And it's gonna be a puddle of mud recording. <laughs> it's not. It's cover also not gonna be. We're just gonna release a puddle of mud. Song. Just cover songs. Just, just, just not even cover of better girl. Not even covers. We're just gonna. Even fans. <laughs> we all try and do that. <laughs> have you guys heard their new song? Yeah, we didn't know one. Did you play the episode? That would be fucking hilarious. Sometimes you gotta go to hell to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's really bad. And then at the end, he's like, "God's the only one who can save us all." <laughs> oh my god! Hell, hell, it's fucked up, dude. It sounds so very nineties. The, 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 the guitar solo is really. Tapped into this. It's like the first set of songs on Guitar Hero. How do you know about it? It is that. How do you not know about it? They looked at him and they were like, I want to put a little mud up to you. I've been worrying about putting a little mud. Don't worry about it. They're fine. You saw his video. He's doing great. Oh, man. that Yeah. I remember it's saying that it was just—it's so. I watched that like still weekly. It, it like brings Stop me it. so much joy. That's like, yeah, the real done. hero in that situation is the guy who still playing music with him. No, the guy who downloaded that video and then it got taken off and then he uh, popped it back up on YouTube yes. for the fam. It was never going away. <laughs> it was never going away and it will continue to outlive us all like a fucking cockroach. If I could put one thing in a time capsule from like recent years. It might be that. For the aliens later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys want to know what... That, that, imagine that being like... The, uh, <laughs> this is humanity. This is, <laughs> not, or just, this is what music was like in the in the 2010s. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it sounds like a dying cat. It makes me so sad. <laughs> so it's sad. a show! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's good. Hello, my first podcast. Yeah. Yeah, spent 90% of the time dicking around. That's Raising Brendan Fraser nah. and shit-talking Alex. Muddle of Pud. <laughs> and Alex. I like that it was a hell of a lot, you know, it was real loose. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that, you know, you guys enjoyed yourselves out of matching, correct? Yeah, yeah, Happy? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, thank Good. you guys. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Oh, and uh, we wanted to say also that the fact that you were moved and listened to With the Waves first was a pretty big deal for the two of us specifically because that's the song that has the least number of listens. Yeah. And it's the one that, like, when we play it live, people tend to, like, tea break. I'm going to go take a piss. Yeah, no, it was it was one of my favorites. Um, like I said, I mean, and it's not even a bullshit with you guys. Uh, you know, you guys touched me in a fucking serious way. I did not expect it all. Um, you know, as you heard in the podcast, I don't go listen to local bands at all. And yeah. you guys, yeah, you changed this perspective on that for sure. And uh, what's the one, and I hate that I don't remember, what's the one where you guys are like skit-scatting at the end? Fair enough. Fair enough. That is my <laughs> shit, dude. That is so fucking awesome. I we're, love it. We're hoping one day to like expand that to like a whole like four minute like barbershop. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. It'd be funny to jam the that. hella part. That'd be super stupid. Like some oh, dumb shit. Yeah, and, exactly. And speaking yeah. of that part, if you guys like that part, the third voice, you got, you got your Eli's, you got your Solomon's, the third voice is Joe. Mm-hmm. Again, please go tell Joe you love him. 
Yeah. Um, he was so important in making sure that this album got made. And gracious um, enough to let us, like, still use it. Yeah, we still awesome. use the material. Yeah. It's no longer necessary with us, and, but and we still he love was, He was just essential to the foundation of the first yeah. two years of this band. Yeah. 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 Great drummer. And his energetic Great signature guy. will Great be guy. a part of everything we do forever. That's yeah. awesome. Please tell him you love him. We love you, Joe. We love you, Joe. I don't know you, but I love you. Listen to this. We love you. Well, thank you guys thank for letting you. us come here. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, thank you for playing a little little jam for yeah. us. And uh, sure whatnot. so, looking forward to doing this again. For hopefully. sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey. That's it. Thanks, guys. I I I. Yeah, you start sneaking and shit like that at the end. What? 9 11 was an inside job. Just stuff like that, just start throwing stuff. I didn't kill himself. Kill himself, literally.
Oh, 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 oh,